There you clap. go. That was solid. a solid clap. That was a solid 10 on That's the clap. That's know your clap. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> yo, yo. We had a substitution this week. I'm a sub. What? No, not sub. Like, oh, what's saying? Like, because John's out, because you was out last week. Oh, okay. Yeah. And now John's we're out this week. We're on different schedules. Right, now. right. John, but, John's being a good person, helping people out. So right. So, appreciate it. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode. Yes. It's on us podcast. Woo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we got Ash. Yo, yo. Got Cliff. Back at it. Got Gabe repping his jersey. Hey, every week for the next couple of weeks, I'm coming in through a jersey. I don't know what it's going to be, different sport, different team, but it's, I'm coming through different jerseys. He said he's coming week. with that fire every week, so stay tuned to see what jersey he has Last on. week was the Bucks. I, I'm just going with like how the week was going. Last week was the first week for right, Ohio right, State. Okay. This week is the first NFL week. Oh, you feel like a killer, huh? I almost brought out the Brady one, but I ain't know. I ain't want to do that to y'all. The tag's still on that one. I don't know if you I want to. You never wore your Brady one? No, uh-uh, not yet. Damn. Before we dive too deep into the episode, I do want to get a quick Ravens fans like you know opinion. How do you feel about Lamar going into the season without a contract? Do you think they get it done by the end of the season, or do you think he's gone? Cut you off real fast. No, they <laughs> won't get it done before the season. But mm-hmm. Lamar gonna be here. They better pay that man. If they franchise him, he makes more off the franchise than he would. Fifty mil. Yeah. No. Well, no. Not. It'd be like no. If he gets franchised, I think the salary for quarterback is like twenty nine. He's signed to 24 right now. That makes sense. So That makes sense. I just I heard the talking like, head saying 50 million a year. That's what like, he probably man. wants a year. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I don't know, man. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money. I, I can see 30 to 35 million a year. What do you think he worth, though? I wouldn't say he's like Patrick numbers, but he's he should be like behind him. Like all the other quarterback contracts that I've seen, like he's better than all these other ones. Like, Russell Wilson's, Kyler Murray's. Mm-hmm. Um, who else has got an extension? Where's Patrick at per year? Like, I think this year he's like forty something, like forty two. Yeah, he's he's high up there. It's like it's fucking ridiculous. What? Yeah. So you're like saying- Aaron Rodgers is like two years, for like a hundred something million. Like he's, he's making almost like fifty million a year. Yeah. That's stupid. Same so, with Brady. So Lamar should be at like forty million a year. That's why I said like thirty to thirty five. Maybe I mean forty is a lot, man. So yeah. it's his offense. It's his team. I wouldn't say it's his offense. I mean, because we predominantly run the ball, mm-hmm. and like we will run, we can run with any running back. We've seen that last year, low key. But he's definitely the X factor, no matter what. Like, definitely, definitely. I only said his offense because he don't play defense. That's I mean, I feel like he could. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm. He's that fast, bro. If you yeah. put him like as a spy, like yeah. like safety, like just a yeah. deep safety. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's probably. He's probably. Picking a couple off, he he might not like hit stick nobody, but <laughs> he's probably gonna catch somebody on a getaway speed or right. get a couple interceptions. That's why they said try out for wide receiver, fast yeah. as fuck. Boy. He said I'm more, I'm a quarterback. I'm a quarterback, which he is right. So to jump ship to um something that we actually had a chance to sponsor last week as a first time for our media group and podcast was the community fest thrown on by DJ D Grind. And those fellas over there Shout at out. Park. Shout out to y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, even though the second day got rained out, first day, great, fun-ass environment. Me and John were, um, I was like, we watched some games. And I'm like, all right, you know, let's slide. He was like, hold up. Let's go hit the vendors up. I was like, oh, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I, and sometimes I'm not feeling always feeling social. So I was like, all right, you're going to do the talking first. But that's the best place to be social because, like, right. there was probably, how many vendors would you say? There was like five or six. Okay. There was a couple resale shops. There was um, 
uh, an artist there that actually does voice acting. He might be on the show. Okay. Yeah, all these vendors we invited them. You know, check us out and stuff like that. But um, there was like a vendor there that um does geo rocks, and like he goes to Vermilion River, and you could make money off geo rocks. I did not really know this. There's a market for geo rocks too. And um, me and John actually at the same table they had Pokemon cards, so me and him actually bought a pack each, two packs each. Opened it up. We didn't really get anything good, mm-hmm. but um, just to do that there and stuff like that. So it was it was a really good community event. So shout out to y'all at um, DJ Degon. Great, great fun. No, oh, that's what's up though. Yeah, I was at camping, so I missed that whole thing. Plus, my anniversary was that weekend also. So camping, camping, camping was cool too, by the way. One year marriage. Yeah, one year down, uh, a lifetime to go. You know. There you go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's out of the room, so I got to be my. <laughs> there you go. Shit, I had a kid free weekend. That door would have just swung the fuck open and shit. She'd be like, count your days, motherfucker. It's cool though, because, like, literally, like, my best friend, so, like, we just vibe out, and it's like everything is always like, oh, we'll go somewhere next year. Like, this year was mainly focused on just being around her family, trying to, you know, because again, rest in paradise to Bonnie Santiago. Uh, This is our first year without her, so, like, people are adjusting to that lifestyle, so. Yeah, right. we'll see what happens next year and so forth. So. Right. Yeah. What? I mean, just got real quiet. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like, yeah. I hope one day we can all go camping together. That'd oh, yeah. be like a dope ass experience, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, um, this week we had a uh, passing globally, a global passing, you would say. Um, the Queen. The Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth II died um, yesterday. That was Friday, right? All right. Friday and I couldn't remember. The, was yeah. it yesterday? I thought it was Thursday. No, it was yesterday. I think she passed away Thurs- Thursday night, Thurs- Friday morning ish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I think the news broke fr- Friday, Friday afternoon. Okay. So I'm like, so I'm, you know, you know, on social media sites, they, you know, different news sites, I remember the Queen and stuff like that. And it's like, I knew of the Queen, like stuff like that, but to be Queen for 70 decades, I mean, seven decades. 70 years. Like 70 years. <laughs> 70 years. <laughs> 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 a vampire, my nigga? Nah. No, but to be a queen for seven decades, 70 years. Wow. Just wow. Just, you know, you're, you're a global figure, basically, all that time. And you see evolutions of everything. Like, could, could, could you imagine being in, in some type of prestigious honor like that for mm. that long? Can I imagine being in a monarchy for 70 years as a royal member of something? Um, sure. Well, no, you think she's in there for 100 years. She's 96. Her parent, her mom and dad yeah. had to be yeah, royalty, too, royalty. so yeah. she was born into it. So 96 years of being royal. I mean, of course, everybody wants to be royal at some point, so I, of course I see myself doing right. it, but, like, I don't. But like we discussed right before the podcast, it's not like I have real political influence. Like I just look good. You right. Just respect the bloodline I come from. Exactly. It's not like the queen is like, oh, I make this law. Like it's all parliament. So it's like you're just there because you were born into this family type of stuff and your family carries this prestigious honor. Right. That's She's just- like they Bruce Wayne. Pretty much. <laughs> Put it like that. Yeah. I mean. Just born into wealth. It's Queen Elizabeth Bruce Wayne. <laughs> No, that's fucking, that's crazy though. Yeah, yeah but that's a, a, a interesting analogy because both the parents died while they were young. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if she ever sought out revenge, though. I, I mean, mean, you never I'm, know. I'm, I'm probably picking Batman over her, but, yeah, <laughs> different, but you know what's funny about you saying that somebody got dragged online. Of course, it was a black dude because what did he say? He was like, um, he was like, somebody was like, how do you feel about Queen Elizabeth dying? He was like, I don't see why everybody crying. He was like, the only queen I'm gonna cry for is Queen Latifah. Man, <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard Queen, I'm like, I went down this. I'm like, oh gosh, is it a uh, I don't know. Beyonce, no. Rihanna, no. Like all the all these queens. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm say Queen Elizabeth. I'm like some millennials are like, probably like, who the hell is Queen Elizabeth? Like, yeah, like Rest in Paradise or wherever the hell she is to her. So yeah. <laughs> you don't know where she is? I don't know. Ireland and Scotland out there celebrating hard like a motherfucker. I know that's what my mom said. She said, You got Twitter? I said, Yeah. She said, Are Black Twitter and Irish Twitter really beefing over this death? I said, I don't know. No, they're not beefing. They done came together. Like, she said, are they because I said, first of all, there's no, there's. I mean, when you go to Twitter, it's Twitter. Everybody has the same right, Twitter. Right, there's not yeah. no segregated rooms <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I, she was like, I just seen all these TikToks about how people are just coming together and arguing on Twitter. I'm like, honestly, I'm not paying attention to it. Like, it's people from britain who really respect her and then there's irish scotland and black folks who are celebrating and the reason why those three groups mainly are celebrating her death is because unfortunately like you said pretty much a hundred years she didn't seen a lot been through a lot but some people look at her as a colonizer unfortunately yeah, because they did a lot of colonizing of, yeah. in uh africa and in their land and the laws of the, yeah so you yeah, have bitter feelings but i mean when i always feel like no matter who you are if you're at a high enough status you're gonna have lovers and you're gonna have haters that's right, just, right that comes with the territory you ain't gonna be loved by everybody you're, you're right yeah you're not everybody's cup of tea right because i mean if one of us got rich in here you don't think somebody gonna celebrate your death like you know what? i couldn't stay in that rich motherfucker you got the whole party <laughs> just for my shit <laughs> what you mean i know plenty of haters that's gonna be happy when i'm dead yeah. fuck you game <laughs> Suck my dick. <laughs> right. Yeah, One of them gonna show up to the funeral just to whisper in the ear. Man, lucky it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> damn. damn. It's so dark. Yeah. All right. Um, something else you had talked about, Cliff, is this, the Tiffany Hannish and Ari Spears situation. So what? What? Is, I I've seen some things about it, but I wasn't. I'm not totally sure. So, um, long story short, these two did a skit on Funny or Die. I don't know if it, what kind of show it was. I've never seen Funny or Die. I've heard of Funny or Die. Funny or Die, have you watched um, Hot Ones? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's like their father uh, business really? or whatever okay. it is. Oh. Um, so, is it part of Complex? Funny no. Or Funny or Die would, It's like Barstool. Yeah. Okay. You know how like Barstool has like in complex, they just have all those like inner branches of like other shit that they do. That's yeah. just kind of like them. Funnier Die is like the main, I want to say main one. Okay. And pretty much on there, uh, Tiffany Haddish and Aries Spears did a, um, um, a pedophile skit where pretty much Tiffany Haddish was playing like a bad mother and Aries Spears was playing the creepy uncle who's always willing to watch her kid. And I think, you know, Within the skit, she drops off the kid. She has to go run errands, and he's just like you know making the kid get undressed, but peeping at him through the paper, licking his lips. Uh, at one point, he gives him a bath and hop in with him. Like I, I get Whoa. like it's Whoa. supposed to be like comedy, but like there's ways of going about that type of comedy. Right. Like it's yeah. dark. That's like you know what I mean. That's but, like 
But I mean, let's be real. Me and you enjoy dark humor. I think most of us here enjoy dark yeah. humor, right? Yeah, I agree. But this is that's not dark. That's twisted humor. And not for the camera. No, I don't. And, uh, and yeah. twisted humor is not dark humor because right. that there's nothing funny. It's just more twisted. I would say like anything. sadistic. Is, there you, go. you know what yeah. I mean? That's that's two different levels of yeah. comedic relief. Even like racism. Like people like find some racist jokes funny. And like, is that really, is it really racist? Or is that just a, you know, like a come, a, Come, I don't even know how to say it. like a relief to, to understand like okay some shit in the world is not shouldn't be as taken as serious right, like, right 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 yes because like when somebody's making fun of something as a stereotype and most of us know about it we go through it at some point you're just laughing at the truth mm -hmm. that ain't racist it's just something that you deal with a day-to-day -day basis right. and to somebody who might not get comedy calls it racist because they they're not familiar with it. it yeah see I think some I don't want to go to off topic but I think some people don't understand racism is kind of funny because they never had to indulge in it there you go okay that, that's a great you, way to put it man that's a perfect way when you have actually seen racism for what it is you know how to act and how to feel but then once you actually can understand that this is something that like you said a perspective or just a stigma right. and it's not that serious and, until it is presented into a bigger you know issue right 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 that's fair that's very fair to say. And um, what else happened in this skit? And then I guess towards the end of the skit, it showed the boy actually being so comfortable with being like, you know, I guess, you know, pedalized or like his uncle being a pedophile. Like, just watched. like he volunteers to get undressed and he wants his uncle to get undressed, Harry Spears and shit like that. And the skit kind of ends, but the kid along with uh, his sister, because I guess his sister also did a skit, but you can't find that one went through something similar and now both them and their mom are trying to sue the hell out of them and they're calling it a shakedown and a grab but like after i even looked at the skit i'm like there ain't no way this is not funny this it made it's me not, feel no, creepy it yeah made, i shouldn't have been it's watching creepy but do you then you get to like the other side of it is it is it a shakedown are they be like did the mother know what they were signing up for like you i feel like you have certain, these well, variables that you can't i'll let you go but here's some context to it the mom did volunteer to let her kids to go with Tiffany Haddish, but Tiffany had told the mom a she was getting them, yeah, okay. like they were going to get a Nickelodeon or Disney gig, which signed off like you know go ahead because right, why right. not because you're going to get my but kid in the door, but then not they ended something up like this. Okay, exactly. that's okay. I get that then. But even as a parent, like if I you know regardless, hey, I'm I going got an regardless. For your kid, can I'm, I get them? You're going to think yeah at first, but once you see the material as a parent, like if you have you seen it. Uh, no, I, I, could, you, I could just go based off the what I've seen at the screenshots. Well, if you have a chance, go see it and just imagine that being Parker. Oh, uh, nope. Yeah, exactly. Cancel, you nope. can't even do it. It's just, ugh. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, as you can tell, the tone of this episode is going to be kind of like more serious as we continue. Not really. I what, mean, what, Trump, like... Trump can't leave. That's He he brought that shit on himself. He's a goat. Shout out to Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't just call him a goat. <laughs> Man, you better hope that don't hurt your business. <laughs> no, talking just, about Papa T? Like, <laughs> creative genius bro, just loses his thought. Like, he going to make a MAGA shirt with the creative genius G in the MAGA. <laughs> hey, this is a crowd for everybody. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, bro. You, hey. Listen, no. But, but seriously, though, like, it's like we live in this fucked up world. We know that, though. Like, so I'm not going to take everything seriously. Like, okay, Trump did do something like. Dumb shit. Dumb shit. But it, he's fucking Trump. He's an entertainer. He knows what he's doing. Like, you can't fault him completely. Like, he's playing. The role that he's supposed to be playing. He's playing devil's advocate. Right. Yeah. And like the best way to put it, like he knows like if I do this, I'm getting millions in views mm -hmm. and maybe 55 to 60% 
are on board with it, and then the other forty to you know what I mean, thirty five higher, less and less, and more and more mm-hmm. are not okay with it, or they are vice, you know what I mean, vice versa. Mm-hmm. I think he he knows what he it's it's like any public figure. They know what they can say to spark a conversation to keep the conversation going for X amount of days and until it's either a beneficial for that conversation to keep going or B to hide something that they wanted to not shed that light on. Mm -hmm. The only issue I have with him is like, he's just unfortunately one of the people who thinks he can do anything and get away with everything because he is the one president I can say in history has a semi successful business background and I will give him this. He is a Pied Piper when it comes to attention. He knows how to grab <laughs> attention and he oh, knows how yeah. to use right attention. Fuck yeah. You know what I mean? And he knows how to capitalize. He can put a fire in a crowd and he can make people fight for him without ever throwing a blow himself. So I give him that. But with that much power comes a lot of responsibility. And unfortunately, he's a very, I can't call him irresponsible because he's successful. But I mean, on a higher political level, he is irresponsible. I, after taking all oh, these yeah. papers that were classified and shit, just should show you that oh for sure because even like you bro you got raided by the fbi at your estate it like and a bunch of these things were found like they literally released like basically your office was a mess you had just secret files like everywhere that's so dumb ignorant immature like what what else is there to say and we elected and i hate to say we but we yeah who is we hold on we as a collective nation some there was enough of the sum. Okay. To thank you. Elect him. There was enough of the sum to elect him, and oh, we're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna leave this military code out there on the on the ground. Hopefully, let's put it this way: the paperwork that he took was so bad that the FBI couldn't even read some of the classified information because it was above their uh, ranking. <laughs> now, when the people who go raid you take papers and can't even read the damn evidence because it's that classified, should let you know how bad it is. <laughs> So that's but that's the problem. He knows he can give away that. Like there's clearance all this shit. So yeah, you might be head whatever the fuck you are at the FBI, but you're not even on my level of clearance yet. Right. That's so fucked up. So yeah, you can get this shit, but it's gonna take however long for this for your higher up to right. fucking read it and see what the fuck happened. But but they're not. There here's what's gonna happen. The National Archives, they're allowed to do that. That's who you're supposed to run paperwork through. They pretty much will look at paperwork you submit into them. They'll say, okay, you're allowed to take this, but this has to stay. He didn't run it through them. So the FBI would have to send it to the National Archives. They would have to like redact it. Yeah. Read everything that he took and be like, you know, you know, and just let the FBI know what they found and be like, yeah, this is enough for him to get pinched for. So what do you think is going to happen to him? I think he does eventually. Once again, he loses a lot of his base eventually. I, I'm of the mindset he should have been arrested. But as I mentioned before the podcast, if that happens, I believe real civil war will break out. Like we will wake up one day, phones blast and talking about prepare yourself or defend yourself. Like people are out here hurting people over Trump. Yeah, that's he, a real thing. If he got locked up or something, you got a whole village coming to free him or whatever the case may be, because he's that influential to like his base. Right, El Chapo's Where self. would he get locked up at, though? I, I would. I mean, <laughs> in reality, think about this. Okay, if El Chapo got broken out through tunnels and motorcycles and shit like that, he even got surgery on the run. Like that is crazy. Some shit. Next level shit. Yeah. Level. If I were any, you know, FBI system, whoever's locking him up, you got to put him on an island. I'm not saying Alcatraz or anything like that, but he needs to be on an island. In a prison where there ain't no tunnels, and the only way to get him to and from the states is a plane. 
Put him in a plane. He used to plane trips. Drop his ass off. Long time and obey. <laughs> and, and put him in a nice suite. You ain't, I'm not saying put him in some like dog cage where he can't eat. Cock meat sandwiches. Just, <laughs> just put him somewhere nice. You can put him in a lock. You can put him right next to the warden's office. Just he don't need to be out and about. No, but then like wherever he does go, it's going to be like one of those like Martha Stewart type of prisons where it's like a cushiony like. I'm okay with that. It's still a prison. He can't leave. He can't go shopping. He can't play golf. He has to walk around in a room. <laughs> I take the shopping part back. He probably could go shopping still. If he's Online in jail, shopping. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. But, <laughs> so he, I mean, ain't, he ain't going to Saxon Fifth. He ain't going nowhere like but that. I'm okay with that because I'm not... I, I don't believe in harsh punishments to the point where like we treat humans lower than dirt, where they can't do certain shit because at the end of the day, he's still a human. I believe he does deserve some kind of freedom in that prison cell I'm talking about for him because mm-hmm. he, he deserves prison, but he doesn't deserve like... Hard crime prison. Yeah, because I mean, all he did was take classified information. He ain't killed. All nobody. he did was almost try to sell our information on black markets to get us fucked up. But hey, he I didn't mean, try to kill nobody. There's a list of things he did. He tried to incite a riot. I mean, right. He, and, and he did I, start a riot. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He and did okay. Look at what they almost did to uh, Edward Snowden. And what he was trying to do was actually warn the body of people hey, the NSA is watching all of you, this, that. They wanted to kill him. He had to Are run to sure? Russia and pretty much live in a hole until it was okay to come out. But yet, we're. Letting a person walk around who literally has our nuclear codes, foreign nuclear codes, possibly, and all sorts of intel on other, you know, foreign people and presidents and shit like that. And Mar-a-Lago is a hot spot for spies and people running it out of his house all day. <laughs> I'm just saying. Nuts. Nuts. He deserves a punch. I think for him specifically there should have been levels of shit that he should have been allowed to know and shit he should have been allowed to there's know there's levels of this shit and even though you're president like you... that first time he tweeted some shit you should have just cut him off right there right like, after what, that what look nigga you, we're gonna tell you this shit we gonna post it before you do so then that way you can't even get the credibility of saying this is your shit like no nah. you're taking away my rights I had the right to speak how I want like you already know how he is so right the fact that they're restricting me and I'm a legendary speaker. Don't you like listening to me? Something he would say. Damn, said, like, my African man right here. My two African men. Do you feel what I'm saying, brother? My, my brothers. Yeah, like, like that's how he is, though. But um, no, there is levels to like okay crimes per se. So like the next topic, uh, Gabe, you sent us something in the group chat about this like voting on slavery. Oh yes, so let me go look real quick. It was uh, due so to like certain crimes in five different states. Yeah. Com- it was like Oregon, Virginia. Oregon, I think uh, Virginia, Washington. Um, Why he's looking for this? Let's give a shout out to our sponsor at Creative Genius Brand. This guy right here, he made it. He made the brand. Um, shout, check out creativegeniusbrand.org to find all your IOU merch mm-hmm. like this right here. So check us out. And, and you know what? I'm going to give an extra tip too because you you don't have to buy nothing to support. Even if you go on his page, you can share it. Most of us, we spend anywhere from two to 10 minutes on our phone. You can literally take one minute out your day, go to the page, share it, and guess what people will think? They will think you're buying it and you're just promoting it. Help promote. It's free. Promote my algorithm. There you go. Oh, promote our show too. There you go. And YouTube channel. There you go. It's all free. We're not charging you a dime unless you want to get sponsored. Yeah, if you want to get sponsored, go email us at iopodcast440 at gmail.com. Uh, we will send you an advertisement tier list and we can get the ball rolling. And we can even have you on so you can promote yourself for free. So again, like I said before the podcast, fuck Alabama. 
Roll Tide. They're one of these motherfuckers <laughs> that want that shit on there. Oh, Alabama's one of them too. Alabama, Louisiana, Oregon, oh, I'm not I'm not Tennessee, and Vermont. Vermont, I like. What the fuck? Wait, what, what the fuck happens in Vermont? Like, I don't, I want to visit there. I always want to visit states that people don't talk about Vermont, a lot. Like, I'm man, down. what the fuck is going on here? Man? Yeah, like, but why? Why y'all think slaves is cool up there? But what the fuck y'all doing though, up right? there? Dated back though, right? All those places you named were like primary originally bases yes. for. Slavery, so they're trying to like re bring it back into now. Listen, I would say or, the only one wasn't is like Oregon. Or were they trying to re? Because Oregon's really. Or, I want to visit Oregon. I want to possibly live there. Somewhere. Are they trying to inst- institute it in a prison setting? Prison yeah. is slavery, though. It's they call state property. You know Damn. what I mean? That's why they arrest sure. you. Your state property at that point. You ain't working for a lot, but they making hella money off the taxes. Your for name you being is in no there. longer Jacob Diaz. You are prisoner zero two three five seven whatever. Yes. And they said one of the stipulations is having a sentence over twenty years. Okay. Okay. So if you're doing life, yeah, I mean, essentially you are a prisoner and a slave. I mean, you're not getting out. You're, you have to listen to somebody you, the rest you, of your fucking life. You fucked up so bad in in a social setting. To but, where, but I don't like the idea of like the terminology. Yes. Okay. Of how we view what a slave is. Mm. You think as a slave is somebody who is less than a person, less than dirt. Yep. You treat them like absolute shit. Talk to them however the fuck you want to do. You can do whatever the hell you wanted to do to them, mm-hmm. hypothetically. So more so like an object or like just something. Oh, just a just a just a, a piece of flesh. You're just yeah, an organism just at that property. point. Yeah, a piece of property. What did I say? State property. That's why mm-hmm. there's all sorts of private prisons and stuff like that. And who do you think own these prisons? I can I can guarantee you a lot of money. They don't look like me and Ash. And they making hella tax money oh, off each prison. Because they don't look like me. They don't look like me either. They, might, they, they might look like Jacob a little bit. You know they don't got saying? a beard like me. They don't got hair like me. They don't look like me. They might be shaped like you. Though. They might be shaped, <laughs> shaped like me. Show. Show. But they don't got hair or a beard like me. So No, they clean cut. Yeah. I'm not clean cut. No, you, the thing is, though. Yeah, can, just, though. It's, it's fucked up, though. It, it is. It's sad. That, like, I don't even. Why are prisons private, though? Like, I don't get that either. What were you gonna say, Ash? Why are prisons private? I mean, no, go ahead. I mean, I I just don't know. I don't have the answer. I was just curious oh. if you guys knew the answer. That's just like that's just like Donald Trump burying his wife under his golf course, and now it's technically a fucking cemetery, so he doesn't pay taxes on it anymore. And he can't get the property revoked. Like I, that's what me and Jamie were talking about. We were like, "So you're telling me if I'm we not gonna say that's smart, but that's fucked up." Yes, but you, <laughs> there's some information you shouldn't tell people because yeah. he's been evading taxes for how long? Yeah, and he's just found another way to fucking loop it. That's why he's now you a, can't even take his property no. neither. He knows the loopholes and he's playing the system how he's supposed to be playing it. Like okay, so I guess next person I know that passed away, I'm just gonna buy some land and be like, look, this is a cemetery. You could already own land. What if you already own land? Oh damn! And you'd bury them in your backyard, literally. And now it's a cemetery site. Oh, they, what? it's a burial. Not even a cemetery site. It's a burial ground. There you go. Yep. Respectfully. Damn. So you could do. So you could say hypothetically, well. My great 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 grandmother's back here now, so then my great 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 uncle's gonna be next to her, and then right, my own. my second to third right. fourth generation cousin, and blah blah blah, blah and then boom, next thing you know, you got a hundred motherfuckers buried in the backyard. And guess what? And that house keeps getting passed down to family member to family member to family member, and if they even struggling, that house can't go nowhere because it's a burial site. Ah, huh? That's a loophole right there. Yep. Free gems. No, that's. You don't want to do that though, but yeah, I mean, I mean, but what's? And, I guess and, it's just unorthodox. Is that why you yes, don't want to do it? Yes, that it is very unorthodox. But when you think about it, it's like, well, damn! If you if you want to build that generational wealth, that is a good way to. It's not the conventional way, 
by any means, but it is a way that to a, uh, beat the system. But that information to, isn't passed down, so I think that's why you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you can't do something you don't know. Right. Right. You're not educated on it. And my thing is, I mean, and I kind of like the idea just from the standpoint, like one family is definitely going to come by to see right. said dead family member. And then just like, got a vacation house there. Fuck it. Yeah. And I mean, what's the difference between them being buried next to a bunch of dead people and just being in your backyard? Or your people. You ain't got to drive nowhere. You can talk to them every day. It's right there. You might see that ghost in your house every once in a while, but hey, that's hey, a nice visit. At least you know the, who the ghost is. No, I'm not going to lie, though. Uh, funerals make a lot of money. Bro, oh shit, yes, bro! A sh- I don't know how I helped pay for a funeral one time. At this, this funeral, like the expenses of it, just like first you know, of all, the like, casket and the headstone casket. It, itself, stupid, be damn near twenty thousand dollars. No, damn near it is. Yes, most headstones run you about like eight to ten thousand, yep. which is casket. absurd. A casket costs you like three or four, which mm-hmm. makes no sense. Then you got to book the fucking venue. Actually, I heard going caskets to be cost five, six thousand. Exactly. Yes. Then, you, then let's say the the to cater the food for everybody to eat for the for the services, drinks, and all that shit, bro. That shit is expensive as fuck, man. So look, so me and my sibling, one of my siblings was a beneficiary of somebody that passed away. Uncle John. Yeah. So we got money, and then we had to pay for shit. You know, we were involved with the headstone and the cascade and stuff like that. Uh, no, he had a life insurance policy. Um, Just a life insurance policy, yeah. but no will along with the life insurance. Uh, policy. I can't. Re- I can't remember if he had a will, but like. Just, just stuff like that. So I was like, "Damn, bro! Like this, marrying somebody is just expensive." You know what's crazy? You don't really hear that amongst our generation or much anymore. A will, like I felt like when we were oh, younger, it's very we important that shit to have a will. Lot, it's very like, important. You, people when, don't really talk about it. Or when you, anymore. or when Younger you buy a people. house, yeah. or when you buy a house, or like who's it trusted to and stuff like that. Like all that important stuff. Yeah, that stuff. I I guess I have to. And people, really but like that stuff that other people aren't really educated or talk about in our in in an average everyday circle. Like I think we're getting to that point now because we are older. You know, I remember sitting around in a family reunion. My my aunt and uncle was talking about their meds, the medication list, and the doctor visits. You know, that's some old but, people shit right there. But see, now we're in that generation of where we're going to be talking about our benefits. 401k plans. What are we doing to make sure when we retire, we are set? See, you over here think about it like, fuck, I'm getting old, but it's the truth. I found my second gray hair in my fucking goatee. I remember finding your first gray hair. You were pissed. You were like, shut the fuck. I was like, dude, look. And you looked and you were like, fuck you. I was like, sorry, dad. It's all right. I like it. I look wiser. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that, that, that is one topic, I guess. Uh, people could start the conversation. You know, do you want a will? What what do you put in the will? Like definitely get life insurance. I think that's the thing. Kids nowadays don't know what a will is, nor how to even like approach it. Uh, yeah, or even how to set one up, or when you do have one, what the fuck are you supposed to if give you down? Want to people? know how to set up a will, listen to Jay Z four four four. There you go. But I think when you really talk, I think it's weird when you talk about a will or you're trying to embrace the idea of it because what you're doing is like you're kind of like being comfortable with your own death like you're literally writing out your like what's handed out after death we have to be though unfortunately unfortunately so my parents told me this they already have a will my parents already have a will they already know where they're going to get buried buried at they want to get cremated they don't even know if they want to get buried anymore they just want a headstone but we keep their ashes and plant them as a tree or a necklace or keep them as a necklace or a ring or something smart Um, i kind of had that each sibling like each sibling when we sell the house we get a share um, I told my siblings I want to buy them out and own the house. 
April said, okay. <laughs> Franco said, okay. You guys are not buying out this house. I'm, I'm not gonna, we're not gonna have this conversation on the podcast, so just stop it right now. You <laughs> guys then, are not selling that house then, over my dead well, fucking body. No, that's what he doesn't want. That's yeah. what he wants to no, buy. Yeah, 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 you guys are not selling that house over my dead fucking body. I don't want to sell it. I don't want, I don't want to sell it. I told all my siblings, I want to keep it. I said, yeah, yeah Franco's like, house. you know, when the parents died, we were selling the house. I would almost smack Franco's took, teeth out of his mouth. Because he doesn't understand the, the, yeah. the process I told, I, of that. I told all my siblings, like, I would, I would want to keep I it in the, the family. Energy. I said, I want to keep it in the family. I said, that's a good house. I, I said, that's a good my, house. My mom's lived there. He's lived there. I lived there. So yeah, Lola's so, lived there. At this point, that's a family asset you <laughs> have to keep. Yes, that's why I want to keep it. It's a family asset I want to keep. So I told all my siblings, and they were like, okay. Decent backyard, you know the electric right with your dad right. and everything. The only so, thing that's bad is it floods right there, right? And we all right. know that. Now that's the only but bad. There's part. ways of figuring out around that. But oh yeah, literally. And that's going to be y'all issue to take on with the house. Like, oh, you know, yeah. and then, like that's something else. Lorraine got to deal with, not right. us. That's out of our hands, low right. key. Yeah. But yeah, like, like they told me, like they already know, like how vehicles get split up, and like they're like different, like Thanksgiving stuff and stuff like that. I'm like, you guys like really thought this like shit through? They're like. You got to. We don't. We don't want to put that burden on you guys to try to figure shit out with no direction. I was like, right, because y'all gonna be crying. Y'all be fucking up. That's confused. why. Them niggas be fighting this shit. Man, you know there's, I ain't even gonna ask no. There's no way me. that all of y'all collectively, even if, let's say you even throw me in there, I mean, take me out, okay? Then if I feel like you're taking me out, you got to take Lee out because if she don't got, if she has to say, so should She's I? She's a sibling. And oh, I get called. I get. I get called. Y'all parents, my parents, every I, fucking I, day. I know this, but I'm talking like on paper. We are all siblings. That I'm. That's just. That's just cut and dry. On paper, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I no. understand. The what reason why saying. they have to acknowledge that they have to do this before y'all have the conversation because y'all can't have the conversation. I'm fine with and any again, conversation. That's still an uncomfortable conversation to have, though. Oh yeah. I feel like Jay exactly. comedy. It's not even it, it would just be hostile. Oh, it's yeah. not even it wouldn't no. even be like he, a hard right, thing to do. These it's motherfuckers just legitimately do. can't have that conversation together. Right. Right. None of them will ever agree on JT should have this and Franco should have that. No, My mom gets this and Leah is occupied to that and Jacob you get in no, none I of agree. them will ever agree on that. Ever. I agree. I, I do agree with that sentiment. Now that he explained it like that. Yes, I do agree. That's why. That's another reason why they have it planned out. Because we would never. You guys agree, would never. I'm, wouldn't see eye to eye. Nope. Like I said, that, unless I'm in there and I'm yes. fucking actually like, hey, listen, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. Like, if, we're going to settle this shit I'm, down the middle. If I'm giving my shit. honest assessment. I feel mm -hmm. like you and his mom would get along. I feel like y'all would come together and try to make the sense out of it. But Franco is going to throw a monkey wrench in there. JT is going to throw a monkey wrench it's in clicks. there. It's clicks. Yeah, it's like yes. my mom and Jacob would be cool. My mom and Lee would be cool. My mom and Franco would be cool. My mom and JT might not be. Jacob and Franco might not be, or Jacob and Leah might not be, or you know what I mean? Yeah. JT and Franco. We all know JT and, and Franco's not. For the people not, who have so. families out there, you know exactly what we're talking about. Because like right. one aunt you don't get along with, and your mom gets along with right. this sister, but exactly. not that one. Like, it's just, that's how families are. But yeah, that and that's another reason why it's good to plan that set up. Yeah, you said you don't want to talk about death, but the ugly fact is, guess what? Death and taxes are guarantees in life. Yep. Unless you don't want to pay your taxes, then that's a totally different subject. I that's on your own. I think the bigger thing is, like, the biggest thing, because I know where Grandpa's coming from, because me and him already had this conversation. When they, when we lose them, we don't need to lose each other. And I was just going to say that because death can not only bring people together, but it can tear people right. apart. And I that's agree. the biggest, like, I don't know if y'all watched House of Dragons, but the yes. only way. Haven't yet. The only way that the house can destroy, be, be destroyed is by within itself. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. That is a fact. 
and I think me and Grandpa had that conversation many of times. He knows that if he leaves it to y'all niggas, it ain't might it might not be going down no, the road. See, that's, that that's fair. And just to take that analogy a step further, like because family is great, all great things can't be destroyed by outside factors. Is always within only in. Yeah. Like for instance, the Warriors, great fucking team, could have been the next you know version of the Bulls. You know what I mean? What happened? They literally tore each other apart from inside, inside out. Right. Yep. Right. No, because my dad's had different side conversations with me, and it's like just like hearing some things he he wants to talk about, and it's like, man, bro, like you've you done it. Like I even looked at him rocking and over. I'm like, looked at both my parents and said. Do you see this? Like, all five siblings were there. And they're like, that usually happens like at Christmas and Thanksgiving and like maybe a summer cookout, but never like on a rock and river type of night. Right. And we're just cool. Like, we don't, that doesn't happen that often. So it was just nice to see everybody. Then Gabe came up later. It was just, it was nice. Mm-hmm. You know, just having that type of, you know, family environment and just being able to kick it and stuff like that. So, kicking like karate. Yeah, just, to, just to go off the analogy of death, though, I was, uh, I did some reflecting too while I was away, and uh, I realized as a man, as we are men, I realized that uh, a part of us has to die too inside, mm-hmm. so that that new idea can be born. Because you have to unlearn so much old stuff, let it die, right? New ideas come into play, right? Right, it's evolution and maturity, right? But a lot of people don't reach that space for whatever reason. It's like you're only going to this dead plant when you have a beautiful thing that can happen right next to it so you gotta get a new flower pot so you can have more room to expand see or just get rid of one branch and let the rest of the tree grow i mean but you start at the root though You've, yeah the root the roots forms it all yeah you can't build a the root starts it i, I don't know man i have a weird analogy of thinking like yeah we are where we came from but we are not those people oh no yeah you know what I mean? Like right. we 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 started from them, but that's not where we ultimately come from, mm-hmm. right. or what we like. What they would, my grandparents, hundred years ago believed in, isn't what we believe in today because their their society isn't ours. Right, right. So True. it's it's essential to keep the the root and the and the stem. Yeah, but the you know yeah. once you start gonna, getting all these branches, but you I can think, have the same root and under under the root under the. Soil, you can plant a whole different tree, grow out of that soil, out of that tree, because it's going to branch out and make a, I don't know, a another, bush or another. Oh, no, like, I see what you're saying. So you can like plant a tree and then have a root combined with something else, yeah, and make something else. So it becomes eventually a forest. Of ah. I think that's what I'm saying with the branches. Okay, yeah. Right. Look at us, we're turning into botanists, <laughs> talking about plants and shit. So, you know, but it's all part of growth, and that's growth and evolution, and just you know, a greater peace of mind. Huzzah! Ha! There we go. But Clifton, you did have a uh, you know just to transition again. You had one topic though that uh, I feel like a lot of people do go through this. Explain quiet firing. All righty, quiet firing is something that I was reading up on this week because I think uh, I mentioned quiet quitting not too long ago on the podcast, either on or off the mic. But quiet firing is becoming um, a topic as well within the workforce because workers are also realizing like yeah i can quiet quit do stuff you know at bare minimum that i'm contractually obligated to but some people who actually love their job are noticing that they're being put through stressful situations purposefully and it's so that way they can walk away from their job without receiving any benefits because you know they walked out because when right. you get fired you may still receive some benefits exactly. until you find your next you know place that you want to go but I don't like this whole idea of quiet firing because it's like, what's the point in bringing somebody on who may be great or 
enjoys their job just so you can pretty much discriminate against them, mm-hmm. stress them out, and you know pretty much you know shoo them away from the job without really doing it because you can't pull the trigger because you're being essentially cheap. Right, right. You know what I mean. So, how yeah. do you guys feel about quiet firing when places put you pushes you to the limit and kind of makes you want to quit? Yeah, I'll let you go, Jiggy, up because I got a, a whole rant about this. But okay, oh, so wow. I think I'm gonna step back. And in a way, Shanta was quiet fired. Explain. Because it started the pandemic, we're about six months in at this point. Where she works at, they start to like do things a little differently and stuff like that. Layoffs already start to happen and stuff like that. And she gets an email about like the new like worker's handbook or whatever. She reads it. And then at the end of it, it's like, oh, by the way, you're terminated. I buy this at like end of this time. That's how she found out. And she email. was terminated by. Yes. Or laid off. Yeah. Quote unquote laid off. And I was like, damn, like you gave like years to that company. And they just like, did you like that? Like, that's my stuff. I mean, that happens all the time. People work at Ford for fucking years. I'm talking about right. three, four, five decades. And then right at the end, oh, we're going to let you go. See, I don't like that because, for instance, when I uh, did an application like a few months back, I read like towards the end. And actually, I, I pl- hope this place never calls me. If they do, I'm going to ignore it. But like right by where you do your last signature, it says, you know, you're signing authorization for this company to let you go when or whenever at any point in time without any given reason. Like if you don't really like look at the application and what you're signing up for, you can actually be in big trouble before you even start your journey at that job. Because I think that's corny as fuck that a place can just based off how they feel about you, not your performance, efficiency, what you do to bring to the business. If they don't like you, on some pretty much he say she say mm-hmm. they can let you go or they say just out of respect and uh i i that's corny to me because then it becomes like it takes me back to like an nba or anything like that like i'm a free agent out in this world why would i want to go play for a team who can cut me at any given time and i'm scoring 25 27 points a game they be dropping 25 27 a game i'm just putting it in i mean this man, he's putting up numbers for this no, company no, you know I, feel that I, mean? so, like, I feel that part again like let go for no reason that's corny Right, and I think some people like when they're at a job, they're so excited to have the job, they'll do whatever it takes to keep the job. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like you don't need the job; you want the job because it provides security for you. But like, there's other places out there for you that will have a welcoming aura right. about it. And it's like, okay, well, we appreciate your time. We're going to pay you off your value because you're a good person, and I feel like value is value is everything. Yeah, but a lot of people just pay off time, not value. Right. Exactly. And I can't stand that. For instance, like, you know, I'm happy to be making what I'm making now, but I felt like I should have been making it for years, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, because I don't like that you have to kind of constantly keep proving to a place who only gives you a dollar at a time for the most part that, you know, you're willing to stick around, you're a great employee, and you're trying to better your life. And it's like, if you see somebody like Ash was just explaining, going over the top and they're doing everything in their power to, to secure security, stability, and actually love the company, why wouldn't you want to pay that person off the bat? I've, right. ne- I've never met a person who says this place pays me so well. My cost of living seems like nothing. I am so comfortable in my life. I think I'm a quit. I'm going to just go find something new. <laughs> that just doesn't this make sense at all. Never man. said any employee ever. If you pay the employee the right price, whether it be out the gate or once they prove to you that they're going to be a key cog in your machine, you should want that person to have a better quality of life. Why make them work for it over a 10, 15 year period through a 401k and all that? Like, you know what? After struggling for 10, 15 years, but pretty much pushing this company to another stratosphere, we think you finally deserve 
a better quality of life. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, no. And your quality of life depends on you, man. Literally, like, and you, all of us are open to negotiating what you want in life. Right. Whether it be salary, wealth, or whatever you just, you inspired to get have, though. But, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, even at my job, like, I'm at the point now where it's, like, I negotiate everything. As nice. you should. I got nice. to, because I'm, like, okay, well, I'm the head honcho at my place. So, I'm, like, I'm going to build a team that I think, I think makes sense. So, Fuck I, with you, cause I know. Nah. So hey, now I'm like, I'm, don't I'm be like, afraid. I'm, I'm in control. I'm, I'm like, a free agent. I don't want this guy here. Get him out of here. Send him to a different plant. They'll send him. Just send that nigga to Brunswick, <laughs> and, and he'll go out there. And I'm like, he he operates better in that space. And I'm like, I'm such a intuitive person. So I'm like, I get to know people, what your positive negatives are, and then I'll place you what makes most sense instead mm-hmm. of just putting you in this thing. It's like. I'm not comfortable doing that. And expecting you to do this. Like, if you don't want to do it, I ain't about to make you do it. Then, you need, no, for real. You need assistant manager? Not right now. Okay. Just give let give me a couple months, something. but, you know. I can yeah. apply right now. Because yeah. I love that mentality. Because like I told my new employers, and mind you, I love my old employer. He worked me for a bargain. He did, you know. And I feel like that's what most places do. And until, like, a person gets tired of being the bargain worker. Like, you know, I know my worth. I know I'm technically, like, a top-shelf alcohol, but you're treating me like well water. I'm No, bro. You ain't going to keep getting top-shelf dollars for me, but you, well treat, water. but you pay nigga me said, like I'm, well water. I'm 42, all right? You, these other niggas is Tito's. I'm a, I'm a Louis, Louis the Fourteenth bottle type shit. <laughs> type shit, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, and I told them respectively, I'm going to do my best 13th, here. My Hopefully, I can and climb can whatever ladder they have. But if not, like, if I keep working for this bargain price, like mm-hmm. I'm a free agent. You should sign me. Yeah, well, I mean, technically, I have to sign up. I wish places. I w- you know what? I I mean, there's indeed, but I wish there was a place where, like, you know, people can really see your like, work. Hey. Like there was. Remember how we talked about stats and right. shit? Like if you could read it, I wish there hey. was that for people and places be like. Do you your resume as a stat line? That'd be raw. That would be raw. That'd change the whole game up. That changed the whole game. Probably never seen it like that. Like Bro. at this company, I put up this many increasing points. This is what I was responsible for. This is what I average. Like you can have a whole. Uh, you know, bar chart like oh, years. I got a back of a card. Yeah. Hey, yeah. your resume is a is a stat card, is a player card. Mm-hmm. No, even though I go in now, like I feel like I analyze their business for them, and they appreciate that. And I'm like, listen, I built this company five years. The turnover rate here, I told us to the Ass. CEOs, the new ones. I'm like, it's horrible. To their face, they're like, really? I'm like, it's been five years, and they lost over six, seven employees for nothing. Off of attitude or just discomfort, I'm like, I was at B-Dubs, motherfucker. We lost at least fifty people while I was working there. Servers, managers, don't matter. I can't even imagine because that started happening like after I left. After our little all-star crew left at B-Dubs, like it, like I started seeing a high turnover rate. And once I left, I heard like they could not keep a body in there for nineteen. Nineteen. But is that is it? Do we jump into our mental check now? I mean, we might as well. I mean, it's getting towards the end. We can leave Putin alone. We always know what happened. Pretty much, long story short, with Putin. Is he a goat? People there. <laughs> they wanted his neck, and he got that ass. Yeah, pretty much. People <laughs> of uh, Russia are starting to uh, get a little unsettled with the whole Ukraine war. They find it pointless. Like I've been saying, it's a madman's conquest. And uh, people are going to try him for treason. Literally, within a few hours after he got the information, people were escorted by police to God knows where. And hopefully, they don't fall out of a hospital window like the one guy did last week. Oh, damn. Yeah, some guy who spoke up who was like a high-ranked official in Russia, I think he was like some oil distributor or whatever, spoke mm. out against Putin, that got arrested, ended up in hospital somehow, and then he fell from like the 18th floor oh, out shit. of the hospital. You know the saying. 
Forget about it. <laughs> Shit. That nigga dead. It's a higher up right there, man. I mean, for everybody who love Trump and Trump love Putin, go live in Russia since you guys love, uh, Damn. you know, supreme ideas. You imagine if both of them niggas, like, came together and, like, as, like, a superpower? No. No. That'd be the That'd be craziest supervillain ever. That'd be yeah. insane. No. I, That'd be, like, the Green Goblin and fucking Doc Ock. <laughs> Shit. That'd bruh. be insane. No. Bruh. Yeah. I don't even know. I might have to leap, man. I wouldn't even know what to do. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I can't even fathom that. I, I can't. You thought Hitler was crazy. Oh, wait for this. Yeah, right. At least I know my child might be safe. <laughs> Why? Because he's white. He's half. Until they find out the other half. Yeah. Chop one of his hands off and shit. Shit. I might have to come out the grave. Zombie cliff. Zombie cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Bite their neck. I'm a zombie, man. I'll bite whatever. All right, Jacob, what we got? Mental health check? Yep. All right. I guess I'll I'll kick it off. Um, Damn. Okay, take charge. Well, oh, so this, this part of the show, if you're a new viewer, we do our mental health every week, every episode. So one through 10, how we're feeling mentally, physically, financially, wherever you want to be in life. So Clinton, you go first. All right. Um, I'm going to take it down a couple of notches. I'm an eight. The magic school bus ride of uh, good frequencies is over. Mm. I might have to hop back on the bus because, man, I woke up to overstimulation. These kids, Ooh. daddy, cliff, cliff, daddy, game, breakfast. I was like, Jesus, we got a soccer game and I haven't even brushed my damn teeth yet. <laughs> I haven't even stretched or took my morning piss. Oh. But after I got all that shit together, the game was great. Uh, Jay stopped the game drive and everything which was cool jackson scored and stopped three goals from happening today so overall i'm happy Period. hell yeah happy about to go home pop open the grill roll up and yeah yeah relax relax gabe i'm doing good uh I'm excited for football tomorrow first week and it feels let's go baby football is back yep. let's go back. Yep. Brady yep. i got i got the ravens back. winning 30 31 to 10 over the jets Mark my words. Want to place a bet? Let me know. I like that line. Um, I'm solid. We got the UFC fights tonight. Me and Cliff will indulge that conversation later because that shit was some fuck shit. Hey, did you see the press conference? They didn't have a press. Yes, they said they didn't have a press conference. It's the first yeah. time ever in the UFC's history. Really, There's though. been 102. Well, no. There's been over 400. UFC sanctioned fights, and this is the first time this has ever stopped a press conference. So I was at Julian's house, right? There was a some black dude and some Hispanic dude. They were going back and forth. And shit was cordial, but like while they were talking, there was just so much loud chatter in the back. And I'm like, man, those can't be fans because they would get escorted out for like disrupting it. Right. And as it kept going on and shit, like the dudes, like, you know, Dana's like waving, like, you know, they got to go. I'm waiting for the next guy. He was like, all right, we're going to get this settled down. And then, you know, like two minutes later, some dude whispered in his ear. He was like, hey, this has never happened in my whole tenure at the UFC. But we got to cancel this press conference for the benefit of everybody. Supposedly, there was like, you know, the back. no, there was a big ass brawl that happened in the back. back no, yeah. There was like, well, it wasn't even in the back. It was at the hotel. Well, I want to say it was in the hotel lobby. And okay. they, From they the videos I've seen, it looked like a hotel lobby. They, they looked were like so loud. You could hear them at the press conference. Mm -hmm. That shit was crazy to me. I thought it was about to be all out chaos, but yeah. it didn't happen. I mean, I expected I, it's not that I expected that to happen. What me and Julian talked about is Connor and Khabib fucked that up because that shit happened in front of the whole world. Yeah. In front of the whole audience, the whole arena, and the cameras were still rolling. That was pay-per-view. Dana can get away with... He, it's not as bad because it's not as 
president or is is seen. You know, right. I've seen leaked videos of some choppy ass, shady ass videos and shit. Yeah, that's the people that were there. That was really that's what happened. But it's different being on the pay per view main event. You like the main main fucking card. You got the biggest name in the fucking sport against an undefeated thirty and zero fighter. It's like yo, Dana does not want to run into that situation again. Right. Nope. 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 We'll talk more about the fight off there. Go ahead. Yes. Wait, so Gabe, you are. I am a. What'd you say? I'm an eight. Say eight. I'm gonna go eight and a half, nine. I'm gonna rebuttal off of that one. All right, all right, Jacob. I'll oh, be man. a little bit better if Bama fucking blows this game right. Roll tide. I'm a four or five. <laughs> four or five. Yeah. You want to elaborate or? I'm just long week. I got into arguments and I don't like arguments, so. Cry, baby. I get. <laughs> I get emotionally invested. Pat him on the back again. And then, um, don't tease me. Don't tease me. Rub his belly. Rub his belly. But yeah, so I woke up like Friday. I woke up in the worst mood I've been in in two years. Yeah. But, you know, I got through it. You know, think things. Two years, you know that specifically? or Roundabout number. But yeah, so just, you know, it was just something I had to think about. Just relax on and stuff like that. But I'll be all right. Okay, well. Parker School this week. Happy. Hey. Kindergarten or preschool? Preschool. Second year preschool. Okay, then. Um, He goes extra day this week. Is he excited to start? Yeah. He, we went to his open house. He taught everybody how to use a smart board because he figured it out before everybody else. He even looked on the little sidebar figured out how to do the marker. And then when everybody come in, he was like, you got to find your name and then tap it. Like, look at you. There you go. So, yeah. So, proud dad moment. That's think, awesome. You think he's going to grow up to be a... Uh... <sighs> What are those people in school that uh, help people cross the street? Um, crossing guard, crossing guards, safety know. aid, safety aid. Yep. Oh, I'll be a hall monitor. Hall monitor. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and that had him and Lola. I had him and Lola um, yesterday and part of today. He did this. He he's not listening. I'm like who's the parent? Then why are you why are you worried about it? Cause. Okay, man. She... It's fourth and eight. Texas is up nineteen to seventeen with fifteen seconds to go. Bam, yeah. about to kick this kick. Yeah, we'll tap in after this. Uh, okay. Well, so yeah, I'm four or five. Four or five. I myself am at a. I'm about a nine, nine and a half. Um, again, life's been good to me. Uh, you know, no worries. Just came off of a. You know, again, celebrating one year of love and friendship and happiness. So that's always awesome. Um, outside of that, man, I mean. Everything is love. No, no worries on me. John couldn't be here today, so you know. Let's ride one time for for, for John. No Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. <laughs> that's all we got today, Jacob. Yeah, that's all we got today. You got a jump for us? Um, let me see if my phone's still alive. I was on two percent on the way over here. Uh, mm. <sighs> phone's dead, but thank God I invested in technology. He said he got out on the walk. Uh, so while he's looking that up, I've seen that this, at the end of this year, will be the first year that Apple has outsold Samsung, and there will be more predominantly iPhones in the world than there is anything else. Oh, shit. I mean, it was bound to happen. I'm iPhone been coming for Fuck you, Bama. But uh, that's Learning Never Exhausts the Mind, and that's by Leonardo da Vinci. So keep learning. Never stop. Roll Tide! <laughs> Hell yeah. Can't stop, well, won't stop. Until next time. Rocco's country. Let's ride. And that is going to wrap it, guys. The episode is finished. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please be sure to like it, share it with your friends and family, 
and be sure to follow us on all our social media pages at IOU Podcast 440. Again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the continued support. We'll see you soon. Bye.